Well, hey everyone, and welcome tonight to another edition of Your Questions, God's Questions for April the 12th, 2021. Took a week off last week in lieu of Easter, uh, but back tonight, and uh, got a couple of people on here already, so hit that share button and we'll get some more. Um, you know, some people have thousands of friends uh, on Facebook, and uh, it's amazing. We hit the share button. You never know who's watching. You never know who's going to get the notification and who's going to learn something. So I would challenge you to do that. We try and make this content, um, you know, understandable for non-Christian people, people of different religious views, uh, young people. Uh, so, you know, if, you, if you're not sure, watch it and then share it. But I would invite you to share it now because uh, it's more fun that way. Let me know where you're coming from. Let me know who you are. Send some comments in and uh, try and participate, okay? I don't want this to be a little monologue where I sort of teach you something and then that's it. Uh, if you've got questions not related to the lead question tonight, go ahead and put them in the comments section. If you've got a prayer request that you want to share it doesn't have to be super detailed but uh i will pray about that request at the end of the broadcast tonight so it's always more fun when people participate and uh, if you're if you're not too too shy it makes it a little bit more fun okay uh so i'll just wait a couple of minutes see if we get some more people on uh, and uh, let you know that this sunday morning we will be back at cineplex uh, at Zistrant in Brossard, and uh, that's our normal home, of course, pandemic notwithstanding. And um, uh, so we will be back there, and you need to use a, the website to register at citypointchurch.ca. If it's your first time, you've never been to our church before, that's quite all right. You just use that website to register, and I'll be able to follow you up that way. We had some new people out for Easter Sunday, which was the last time that we were there. I'll turn this up a little bit. Hopefully you can hear me better. And um, so, yeah, if you want to come out, uh, we will be back there on that day. And we will also uh, put out a live stream at 1030. So we've got a 25-person limit per service. Uh, we'll see what the numbers look like. But you can register right now for the 930 or 1030. And uh, if the numbers allow... We might just get everybody into the 1030. We'll see what happens. But it's always good to uh, get together, and our church is running kind of a hybrid, you know, online, in-person, in-person, online, and uh, like like just about every other church trying to, uh, you know, make a way and adjust and cope with uh, all of the craziness uh, of our lives in a pandemic, okay? Uh, tonight we're going to take a question uh, that's actually based on yesterday's message, and you can catch up on any of our messages, any of these Q&A uh, questions, uh, a number of ways, uh, YouTube, uh, Facebook, our website, we have it there. If you just like the audio and you want to get sort of straight to the message, uh, we post on uh, Podbean, we post on Apple Podcasts, I think it's still called Apple Podcasts, they changed their name so many times. Uh, but we're we're there, and so we're pretty easily accessible, and uh, so you can find any of this content uh, through those various ways. Uh, 
So uh, we started a series yesterday on the book of Hebrews called Losing My Religion, and you can watch that or listen to it. But um, a question that I'd like to expand on tonight, and again, you can fire any question off that you want using the comments section. I just use this as a lead question. Um, A question that uh, I'd like to ask tonight is, how does God speak today? How does God speak today? Uh, Everybody wants to hear God speak. One could even argue that an atheist wants to hear God speak. They say God can't speak because he doesn't exist. But I mean, tell me someone who doesn't really want to hear God speak. Uh, Really? I think a lot of people are interested in that, especially people of faith wonder, how does God speak today? I'm not necessarily asking the question, what is God saying today? But how does he do it? How does he communicate, uh, especially with people? Um, That's what we want to know. Does he write it on the sky in magic letters? Does he have some sort of billboard that he that he puts uh, videos on, you know. Does he does he 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 doesn't tweet, does he? If he wants to communicate with the world, uh, you know, he doesn't he doesn't really use social media. You could say, like, how does he communicate with us today? Um, I have been uh, answering questions, uh, teaching the Bible for a couple of decades now. It's interesting that online people are a lot more shy. Come on, now I, you got two on here don't be shy i'm looking at that comment section quickly um yeah people seem to be more prone to ask when they're in the same room together but i'm going to try and liven you up tonight so how does god speak today so this is from hebrews chapter 1 verses 1 and 2 in the past god spoke to our forefathers through the prophets that's one way apparently at many times and in various ways so he spoke many different times he spoke many different ways it's not really elaborated for us but in these last days he has spoken to us by his son now um, how does God speak? Uh, does, again, does he write it on the sky? Does he? What is the medium? What's the method? What's the process by which God speaks? If you want to hear him, how will you do that? What is your understanding of that? Enormous question. So I'm going to give you th- a few things to think about uh, tonight. The first way Uh, if we look into the scripture, that God speaks is through creation. Uh, We see this in in, uh, Romans chapter 1 and in various places in the Bible. It's implicit here because it says he spoke through the prophets in many times in various ways. Well, uh, the Old Testament first five books of the Bible written by Moses who was thought of to be a prophet, certainly, and uh, thought to have written the book of Genesis, which accounts for the creation. Uh, Paul uh, teaches in Romans chapter 1 that what may be known about God is there 
plainly for everyone to see by what has been made. So when that type of speech from God has to do with him revealing himself, I'll use that term, uh, to, to kind of peel back the curtain so that you can see him. And so uh, we're, we're taught here in the Bible that God speaks through what he has made. So he shows that he exists by what has been made. You say, well, that's in the Bible. I'm not so sure I believe that. Well, let's just examine the idea a little bit here because it makes a lot of sense. Now, uh, even if you hold to uh, evolutionary uh, uh, biology and uh, the Big Bang Theory, these are the two biggest uh, and most popular views about where everything came from, you still run into a conundrum, don't you? Uh, because uh, take, for example, the, 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 where did the, all this come from? Uh, you know, you look up at a starry night and you wonder how this all get here. Uh, people used to think uh, in, in the modern era for, for years and years that it always was there and that it didn't have a, a beginning. Now that idea has largely been uh, rejected and uh, the, the prevailing view is that all of this had a beginning, uh, a rather incredible beginning through what we call the Big Bang. And uh, that everything started from there. Um, but even if you hold to that view, and there are some Christians that hold to that view, and we're not going to debate the view tonight, but even if you hold to that view, you run into a conundrum. And that is, well, who started that? How did that start? <laughs> and it's amazing. You look into the first chapter, first verse of the Bible, and you see that indeed it does teach that everything, that it had a beginning. In the beginning, God created. You say, Pastor, you believe in the Big Bang Theory? I didn't say that. I just said if you hold to that theory, you still run into the problem that, well, how did it begin then? Uh, if you hold to the Big Bang, what caused the Big Bang? Something. And uh, so you get into this problem of what started it. And the Bible would argue that what started it is God. And that's a pretty logical thing uh, to think. And then you look around at the design and the complexity of the cosmos. Just look at your own your own body. Look at your own your own hands for a moment. Uh, think about the trillions of cells that are working in your body. Think about your heart that is beating um, involuntarily, keeping you alive. Uh, every day of your life, uh, all of these things have a ridiculously complex design. How do we get that crazy design as if it it looks like it's been manufactured? It looks like it's been created by a highly, highly intelligent something or other. And the, again, the Bible would argue that God is speaking through what has been made. Regardless of whatever view you, you want to hold to, uh, he speaks through what has been made. It somehow shouts his existence. Uh, Psalm 19, the heavens declare the glory of God. So that's God speaking. That's a way of him speaking, okay? 
Ah, I see a comment came in. Bless you, Imad. Good to see you tonight. Bless you and your family, my brother. Um, so uh, that's one way. But what's another way uh, that God speaks? And if you want to try and answer the question, just put a comment out there what you think. No wrong answers. Uh, but what's another way that God uh, would speak? Well, I'll give you, I'll give you another way here. I'll hold it up to my camera a little bit. Right? He he speaks through his word, uh, the Bible. So if the Bible is the inspired word of God, well, he would then speak through his word. So, as the author of Hebrews writes, he spoke through the prophets in many times, in many ways. Well, what did the prophets do? Uh, Prophets would write, prophets would preach, uh, and their kind of role was to declare the mind of God. They also would often remind people of what God had already declared. So a lot of the prophetic work in the Old Testament is to remind people of the law and to tell Israel, this is the law, this is what you um, uh, were taught uh, by Moses and so on. And let me share this and add this to the stream. Hey, look at that. That looks much better. We'll go like that there. Hey, look at these special effects, I'm telling you. We're so high-tech today there. Look at that. I can even change slides. All by myself, I'm doing that. Amazing, amazing. I remember the days when this used to cost $20,000 to do what I just did, okay? I'm all alone doing this, all by myself. Amazing. Always amazes me. So uh, um, the, the prophets would do that. They almost like a spiritual policeman. And they would say, Israel, remember what Moses said? You're not doing what you're supposed to do. You're violating uh, the commands of God. And there's going to be problems because of that. So prophets would do that. And prophets would also foretell at times the future. And they would say, this is what God is going to do. Um, And so prophets would speak. And it's amazing when you research now, you know, thousands of years, a couple thousand years later, um, and you look at study the prophetic nature of the Bible, you really run into, again, another conundrum in that you have all this predictive stuff uh, that is some of it's really minute and detailed and almost insignificant. And yet if you research it and you try and pick it apart and analyze it, you see uh, literally hundreds and hundreds of, of of sometimes big subjects, sometimes small subjects. But when it talks, uh, when the Bible talks about predictive prophecy, things that are predicted by people, it's amazing when you study this because you come to a place where when you try and deny it and try and say, well, that's impossible. There's no way that this person could have predicted the future. It's got to be a catch somewhere. You start running into problems and you start uh, trying to cut pieces out that you can't cut out, and it's just sort of like, it's really hard to maintain a posture of disbelief when you actually study the prophetic, I mean, in in terms of predictive prophecy in the Bible. I've done that, and I find it astounding 
Uh, and over Easter, I talked about one of the biggest uh, and most known pieces of predictive prophecy in the Bible, and that's the 22nd Psalm, which is a vivid description of Jesus on the cross written a thousand years before he was executed. So God speaks that way. Uh, he speaks through his word. The Bible isn't magic, but it, what we do have in the Bible is is a, a really good copy of the inspired word of God. And um, so God speaks that way. Now, here's a here's a good answer. I'm going to put this on the screen here. And uh, Patrick says, uh, through other people, and you'll know it's him if you're truly seeking him, as long as I don't get him to the point of speaking <laughs> through a donkey. Well, interesting, making a reference there to uh, Balaam and the talking uh, talking donkey a la Shrek, right? Uh, yeah, so he does speak through other people as well and he's just about to get to that but that's a that's a really good point as well patrick and prophets are people right so this is what the author of hebrews says in the past god spoke that way um uh, and now he says it's not discounting prophecy today i'll speak to that in a moment but he says in these last days he has spoken to us by his son as if to say that this is the finality of the way that god speaks it's through jesus now does god speak today through other people and the answer in my view is yes and i think that there is such a thing as uh the gift of prophecy today and that god does speak through people however the scripture is complete and the word of God is complete. And so uh, people who, who speak on behalf of God today are merely going to echo and remind us of and repeat to us something that God has already spoken or something that Jesus has already done, said, uh, taught on, represented. So the, what I mean to say there is there's nothing new to be revealed about God. There's nothing new to be added to the scripture. There is no uh, prophetic voice that all of us on planet earth must listen to today as if it's on a par with Jesus or on a par with the Bible. There's no other book that we have to now read that's the inspired word of God or some kind of annex to the Bible. So the prophetic work today is simply going to remind us of what God has already declared already said much like the prophets of old that's what they would do and i think that that's what they do uh today so to your point patrick uh you'll know that it's him how will you know that it's him well it's going to line up with what god has already said so i get very uh nervous when um what we what we sometimes do especially in in faith-based circles and people of faith is especially now is we'll jump on the internet and we'll jump to some 
program and you know this prophet's being interviewed and this apostle's being interviewed and this whatever bishop is being interviewed this evangelist whatever and they've got something new that everybody on planet earth needs to hear as if somehow it's different than what's already been said in the scripture it shouldn't be it when we hear true a true word of god or true prophecy of god it should we should all go oh yeah that's a good reminder i really needed to be reminded of that uh one could argue that preaching is pro is prophecy if we're preaching accurately we're proclaiming what god has said and that's already been spoken to us through the bible but i want to to focus on this last part of the passage he speaks through his son now this is 2000 years ago that he says in these last days he has past tense spoken to us uh, by his son well it is the same true now 2000 years after this is written absolutely and it's even more important because we're 2000 years removed from the life of jesus when this was written they were maybe not even a generation removed from the life of jesus at least the immediate life of jesus on planet earth and they're being told this well imagine how much more it is important for us who live two thousand years after all we have about jesus the inf the accurate information that we have about jesus is in matthew mark luke and john we talked about this over easter that is the info that we have so if you if this verse is true here in hebrews what it means is if we want to hear god speak today we better know about jesus we better know who he is we better read about his life we better understand what he taught we better understand what he said uh, and we need to be immersed in him and to know him to know him is to know the voice of god to know him is to know god is to know what god says so when god speaks today well if according to this verse ultimately it's going to be because of jesus maybe a, a prophet will have a word but that word is ultimately going to be uh, something that jesus did said taught believed, represented um so that's that's like so lost today i find in the church some of us don't really even know uh jesus all that well in terms of the gospels in terms of what did jesus believe about relationships what did jesus believe and teach about marriage what did he believe and teach about family what did he believe and teach about justice equality racism women all all these all these things that we're dealing with today uh jesus taught on jesus uh believed certain things about jesus represented uh what did he teach about eternity life death the afterlife where we come from where we're going 
He taught on all of these things. If we want to know what God is saying, then we need to know what Jesus said, and we need to know it well. Uh, So the Gospels are not kind of this sort of history book about what happened. They're also about what God said and is saying. So you should be in the Gospels often. You should, if you don't like to read, listen to uh, the Gospels being read by somebody. There's so many things, uh, so many tools online now that you can get a hold of uh, to help you with this. Uh, But we've got to get into Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Wow, Jesus said this. Jesus taught that. Jesus believed this. Well, if if that's what God is saying. Wow, I, I need to I need to embrace this. This is why Paul says above all things he wants to know Christ. He wants to know Christ. Everything else is kind of secondary to him. He wants to know Christ. Well, for us, how do we get to know Christ? Through his word, through what he said. We have it preserved for us. Now, God will speak to us as well when you when you pray. Uh, it, you know, it's not a one-way conversation. Uh, God will speak to us, and that's a bit mysterious because it's so varied. But sometimes you might have a thought uh, that kind of drops into your mind as you're praying, and you, it's, a, it's a different kind of thought. It's not exactly something that you would cook up. It's Maybe it seems a little strange. Maybe it seems a little odd. Uh, but it could be from God. It could be God speaking to you. But ultimately, you're going to be able to know that by staying in the Bible. Because that's going to give you boundaries and a framework for what you think you're hearing from God. You'll be able to discern. You'll be able to say, well, I'm not sure that one was God or it's just my idea. But there will be other times where it, you will know with pinpoint accuracy. That's a little whisper. Uh, from God. Um, I've had that happen numerous times where I've gotten an impression, an idea, uh, just a thought, just a little gentle kind of idea that drops in my head. And, you know, go and talk to this person. Go and ask this person this question. Um, uh, Teach on this today. Say this this way uh, today. And uh, and if I follow that, uh, it, it, more times than not, I find, wow, that, that really worked. And that, that's got to be God that weaved that together and dovetailed that together. But it's always going to be something that I can justify with the Bible. You know, uh, God loves when we share our faith. God loves uh, healthy relationships. God loves forgiveness. Uh, God loves uh, justice. Uh, God loves holiness and truth and righteousness. And uh, God is filled with grace and God is filled with mercy and God is uh, um, uh, uh, loving toward us. And all these attributes and characteristics, when you, when you have an impression that comes into your head and it lines up with something that you can easily justify in the Bible, well, the odds are that it's God speaking. And I think that he does that more times than we realize. Uh, We just have to recognize it. 
And I think the more that we're in the Bible, we don't worship the Bible, but the more that we're in the Bible, the more that we can say, ah, 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 now I have a boundaries. I have a framework for God speaking. And ultimately, that is through Jesus. And again, learn what he believed. Learn what he taught. Learn what he stood for about you can pick all of the of the uh, issues of today all of them and you can see that Jesus has something to say teach represent uh, about those issues if you really look into the gospels you, you would be surprised at how relevant they are uh, for today and that's because Jesus speaks through the the, the corridors of time uh, to the heart of of man. So I hope that that helps you. Uh, again, you've been relatively quiet, but the four of you, whoever's been on here, you've hung in. Uh, so I'm going to pray for you tonight as we finish up. God, I thank you for each one who's on the call tonight and uh, those who are going to watch this or listen to it later. And I pray, Lord, that um, that we would know Christ and we would know the voice of God through the God-man. And uh, Lord, we would, we would develop an acuteness and a, a sharp mind for uh, truth and a sense of discernment. Uh, Lord, this is a time when there are so many voices claiming to speak on behalf of God. Uh, we want the real thing. And I pray we would be able to determine that and discern that and that people who are who are watching, listening uh, as they pray, they would learn to detect and to hear, as it were, your voice. We pray through Jesus. Amen. God bless you tonight. Thank you for tuning in and uh I'll come back again next week on Monday, uh, but don't be shy to send me off a question uh, anytime. You can reach me. I've got uh, contact info on uh, Facebook and our website, but I suspect most of you who are watching know how to reach out to me. And again, um, Sunday we'll be back at Cineplex. Register online. And we still are going on Wednesday nights, okay? We've got a good group on a Zoom call, which is a midweek Bible study video-based, and uh, we're still doing that. So if you're interested in joining us from 7 to 8 on Wednesday night, we've got a good group going there. So uh, reach out to me anytime. I'd love to hook you up with all the stuff that's cooking in our church until we meet again. God bless you, and have a great week.